everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk Therapy with Rosemary Burns. Thank you so much for joining me. Look, I have music, or I guess I should say, listen, I have music. I'm so excited um, that, you know, communication is just wonderful. So um, I'm sorry it took so long to get music, but um, that's because I thought that TJ was doing finding the music, and he thought I was finding the music, and then so we finally got together and figured out who's finding the music, and we did. So I'm really excited about that. I uh, hope you like it. I thought it was really, really kind of cute and, and fun, so there you go. Um, welcome back after um, taking a week off for the Labor Day holiday. Um, I hope you all had a chance to rest and, and recover or go have fun or whatever you wanted to do to celebrate Labor Day. Um, but it's good to be back. And um, I this time I actually remembered to bring my notes. So that uh, got that going for me as well today. So that is all good. So let's get right back into it. I had said when um, at the last at the end of the last episode that um, I would be going home checking my notes to see if we have any more to talk about about um, the relationship series and we actually have two left two more um, relationship issues that I wanted to touch on before closing out the relationship series Um, and they are um, the constant drama relationship and the autopilot so let's start with constant drama I'm going to try and do them both in one in one session today one episode today and if it it runs long I hope not but I'm going to try and do them both so I can close this out and start a new topic next um next episode so here we go the constant drama so the constant drama this is what it looks like um it could be various forms think of you know people who there may be constant arguing constant nitpicking or constant complaining Um, Maybe there's always a next big thing with someone's family member or a friend. Um, Maybe they're constantly worried about something going on outside of the immediate family unit. Um, And when I'm talking about arguing and complaining, I'm not talking about, again, this is not domestic violence. This is not necessarily, this is not abuse like abusive relationships where there's name calling or um, those kind of behaviors. There's just arguing, just, you know, can't see eye to eye, just keep at each other. And a lot of times that comes into play or, or comes from being brought up in an environment like that. And I'm not saying that the, the parents or um, – Parental figures who were in that environment when the when the person was growing up got a divorce. They may have stayed married, um, but maybe there was just a whole lot of conflict. Um, we'll say verbal verbal conflict within the household, and so people grow up think grow up to think that that is normal, and they don't know any better. So then, what happens when they get with um, their partner, or their significant other? Um, whether they're married or living together, um, and they bring those environmental factors, they bring those, you know, what they think is normal into the new relationship, the new household. Um, And so how do you go about, you know, if you find yourself that, oh, wow, that, you know, that happens in in my relationship, well, what do you do? 
obviously the first thing, well, I say obviously, maybe it's not so obvious, but is recognize that that is going on. So I've had many clients in my, in my years working that have come in and, and that's what they said. They're like, yeah, I just, my, my husband and I, my partner and I, uh, my wife and I, we just keep, we just argue over the, and they will usually use this phrase, we argue over the stupidest things. And I'm like, you know this, I've said this, I'm not here to judge, so I'm not about to say, yeah, that was really stupid. <laughs> no. Um, but it's just part of what you're used to, what you were used to when you were growing up. Um, and so the first step is, yeah, recognizing that that's going on. And then making small steps to change that behavior. So, yeah, therapy is um, very often coming in talking about feelings and, and thoughts and things and stuff like that. However, where real change starts happening is when you challenge your thoughts, challenge your feelings, and challenge your behaviors. <coughs> and so what you do is you recognize, you try and st stop, take a step back, and what can I do differently to try and help diffuse the situation? So I've said this before, you can't control other people. You can really only control yourself. So you can't stop a partner from arguing with you, but you can stop yourself from arguing with them. How do you do that? All kinds of different ways. Um, coping skills. Um, communicating. Let's... Let's take a break. Let's take five minutes before we start. Before it escalates into something like worse, um, uh, um, a more severe fight or argument, something like that. Let me go take a break in you know my room. Let me go outside for a walk. Some people like to go for a drive. There's all different kinds of ways that you can take a break from an argument, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you communicate it. Because it's very different when you say to your partner, hey, I need to take a break before I say something that I'm going to regret or that's hurtful or whatever. I need to take a break and let them know what you're doing. I'm going to go to my room. I'm going to go um, outside. I'm going to go for a drive. I'm going to take a bath, whatever, whatever to help you calm down. Um, I'm going to go to the gym, um, you know, various, various ways to do that. And it's very different if you just all of a sudden walk away when the when your partner is in mid sentence. That most likely will leave hurt feelings or the person following you to where you're trying to get away, um, you know, trying to take your break, and that just continues to escalate things. So the the importance is is communication communicating that that limit that boundary okay let me take a break and then of course come back and revisit what you whatever was talking about because when you take that break gives you the opportunity to stop think about it from another person's from your partner's perspective um, think about what you want to say before you just you know word vomit it all out all over your partner <laughs> where you know when you stop and you're not so emotional the logical part of your brain can take over and you can problem solve, you can critically think about the situation, and hopefully work with your partner to get to a good solution. So that's what you do with the co constant drama, the constant, um, the constant arguing or complaining. Um, 
you take a break and you back up and you try and look at the situation in a logical sense with, again, recognizing that you can't control your spouse, your partner. Um, if they're complaining, if they keep on, you know, that's something to work on more um, diligently or, or more seriously in marriage counseling. Um, and hopefully that would help that would help with whatever else is going on. Um, but usually, and it does take some time, but usually when you start making healthy changes for yourself, it hopefully positively affects the relationship in, in a good way. I kind of, that was redundant. It possibly, it positively um, affects the relationship. So um, that's something to think about if you have the constant drama going on. The last one to talk about is the autopilot. The autopilot is, is an interesting little category because it's not necessarily um, one that's that's easy to to recognize um, because typically humans are people of habit. We're pe- people of routine. Um, so the autopilot is when you and your partner essentially just go through each day um, as a routine. So whether it's how you get up and get ready in the morning to if you have kids, getting them ready for school or homeschool or um, even if you don't have kids, it maybe you have pets, feeding, making sure the pets are taken care of. It, it's just how you build your routine, your day-to-day routine with your partner. Um, but the problem comes in to where you're so set in that routine that there's no major interaction or the interaction between the, the couple is just superficial. Um, and it's really, you know, because people are trying to get things done. You know, they have to go to work. They have to take care of errands. They have to take care of you know, the family home life, like dinner and, and, and stuff like that. And it's when things become like just ongoing and there's no check-in, what happens is it decreases the closeness between the, the couple. And it can be really hard because it becomes, that's the thing, like about autopilot, autopilot, think about it. It's just cruising through, not really checking in with anything because everything seems to be going just smoothly, just, yeah, everything's working, we get up, we do our day, and we go to bed, and so sometimes very hard to to recognize, because again, things seem to be going fine, they seem to be going well, Um, but then what happens is, like I said, closeness in the relationship suffers, so what do you do for that? Well, sometimes it's really hard, because Again, when something seems to be, you know, not broken, well, why try and fix it? Everything seems to be working really well, but mm, again, we're talking about relationship. So, yeah, you may get through your day. You may be functioning really well at work, even functioning really well at home individually. But how is the, how's the couple? How are they doing? So how do you try and work to fix that? Well, of course, like before, first step is recognizing that this is going on and then trying to make a point to build in that closeness 
into your routine. At least in my opinion, that is the easiest way to go about. I mean, we hope that if your routine is pretty much working, that you wouldn't want to um, totally disrupt it, totally change everything. Um, maybe sometimes that does need to happen, but what we hope for is that um, you can just find time to build in that closeness. And it may be five minutes, or it may have to start at like five minutes. So let's take, so what I would say for a couple is possibly, let's take five minutes, maybe even before bedtime, to check in with one another. And you know, in the beginning, that might feel really weird. So I've I neglected to say that when I was talking about the arguing and complaining, um, that relationship, the constant drama relationship. When you start to make changes and things start to become peaceful, so to speak, um, it's going to feel really weird, like just awkward and almost um, unsettling because think about it. If, if, again, your entire life, you were brought up in an environment, your environment was conflict. And again, I'm not saying knock down, drag out. I'm not talking domestic violence. I'm talking just arguing, you know, nitpicking, um, picking at one another, that kind of stuff. If, you, if you've grown up in, in that environment, and that's kind of all you know, then when you start to change it and things start to, um, not things, when um, arguments and st start to decrease you're gonna feel weird you're gonna be like okay what what is this this feeling of calmness and peace and so part of it is letting your body adjust to a new feeling and it's very interesting because a lot of people once they start making these changes they feel real anxious because th their body doesn't know what to do with peace so they have to learn I teach clients to learn to relax and be mindful and be able to sit with calm. Sit with being calm. And it takes practice. It definitely takes practice. Um, it's kind of the same for, like, I'll speak of myself. You know, I, I've said before, I'm kind of, I've always been kind of an anxious person. And so learning how to be calm and relax and just sit without having to do anything, um, yeah, it definitely takes practice. And some days you're going to do better than other days, and the same for me. Um, so it's the same thing with the autopilot. So making little changes takes time. Um, so I if you're going to start with, okay, before we go to bed, five minutes, let's ask each other how our day was. Or in maybe even instead of asking how the day was, what are three positive things that happened today for each partner? Because that frames it in a positive. It's not, you know, let me hear all of the worst things that happened in the day, because that's not how you want to end the day. Um, and like I said, in turn, that can help improve both of um, the people in the relationship, both their moods, help you sleep better, um, if you go to sleep, focusing on positivity. Um, so taking five minutes just to be with one another, just to check in, be like, okay, tell me three things positive of your day. You can start there. It doesn't take very long. That might only take, you know, 20 seconds. It doesn't even have to get into a huge conversation in the beginning. 
um, it can just be a list like that and start from there. And then gradually add time, if you can, add time and add depth to the conversation. It's about re reconnecting. If there's no closeness in a relationship because it's been on autopilot, it's about reconnecting. And sometimes that is very difficult. Um, you know, often couples can, might be able to use, if there's grandparents, like if there's kids, um, have grandparents watch the kids, but that's not always an option for some people, for some um, relationships. Um, and so I, I understand that. And, and sometimes um, leisure time or downtime is really hard to come by. And it's really easy to fall into just being, and this is not a judgment, but just falling into being so exhausted by the end of your day that you just kind of fall asleep. Um, sleep is important. I've talked about that before. But so is being connected and close with your partner. So um, I hope that that has shed some light on the relationship, the last two relationships, constant drama and autopilot. Um, Remember that if you're still having issues, if you're still having problems in your relationships, that you can always go and and, and get couples counseling, um, get marriage, or it, like I said, if you're not married, couples therapy um, can really get more in depth than what I have been talking about on here. Just remember, there's many, many different ways that relationships can be toxic. Um, the previous episodes, remember, I just want to review the controlling person, the mooch, the constant drama, autopilot. Um, and most of them come down to being able to set healthy limits and boundaries with one another, healthy limits and boundaries with one another, and communicating. And once you learn skills to help with those kinds of things, it's going to help improve your relationships. Or it's going to help you realize that you don't need to be in this relationship because it's an unhealthy one and you'll feel okay about leaving the relationship. Um, so I hope, again, that you learned a lot from the relationship series. Um, like I said, if you have more questions, get yourself into couples therapy, get yourself into marriage counseling. Um, I think... You know, like I said, for individuals, I've always thought that therapy is good for everyone. So I will be brave and say I also think couples therapy can be really good for every couple. Because, again, you can learn things um, and help make positive changes in your relationship. So, okay, thank you again so much for joining me. Let's see, since I have music now, if I can fade this out appropriately um, or correctly. Um, I'm really, again, really excited about it. But again, uh, remember, you can go to the Facebook page for the podcast, um, search for Let's Talk Therapy Podcast. Um, go there and like and subscribe and share. And um, also, if you're interested or have questions about today's podcast or previous podcasts, you can put them there. And I go and I check the page, so I will respond. And, of course, if you have ideas for other topics that you want me to discuss, please feel free to put them on there. And um, I think that's pretty much it. I honestly don't know what I'm going to talk about next week um, because since the holiday and finishing this up, 
I need to prep some more topics. So I'm going to review all the topics that I have already talked about and see if I want to go back and revisit or if I want to start something new. I'm not sure. Thank you so much again for coming and listening. And I hope you all have a great week. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks. Thanks.